This episode of Road Dirt, the podcast is brought to you by Northeast Georgia Motorsports, carrying Kawasaki, Can-Am, Suzuki, and now CF Moto. Northeast Georgia Motorsports is your go-to dealer for all things two wheels and four. You can find them at ngmrides.com. Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of Road Dirt Motorcycle Media and RoadDirt.tv, your down-home grassroots motorcycle brand covering what we like to call ride life. We like using the hashtag ride life as well. If you ever see that out there, that's us. This is Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And we're continuing our series in um, Meet the Road Dirt Crew. We're going to go through um, as many of our uh, guys that and gals that contribute either photography or stories to road dirt and um, today we're actually going back to uh, one of the founders of road dirt with me when we launched back in 2019 and a friend that uh, I go back decades and decades with named Phil Gauthier he's kind of the media guru around here for road dirt on on uh, the main media site roaddirt.tv and for YouTube road dirt TV and social media and everything. So uh, we decided to sit down today and uh, have a chat about his life in motorcycling and uh, his origins in it and his passion for it. So hope you enjoy this as much as we do. All right, three, two, one. Well, Phil Gauthier, welcome to the podcast. It's good to be here, man. It's always a pleasure hanging out with my buddy Rob. It's always, yeah. Phil and I go way back. We've actually, I was thinking about this just earlier today. You and I have actually known each other and been friends for over 30 years. Yeah, I always dated back 90s. to I always dated back to the age of my kids. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which dates me now. So yeah, guys, yeah, it dates both of us big time. <laughs> we've we've seen a lot of life and years together. It's been a lot of fun. Our families and our kids growing up and watching our you know, watching them come of age and things like that. And, and, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but you really were the impetus behind me launching the podcast. I actually launched this Road Dirt podcast a year before we launched Road Dirt. Really? Um, when, okay. when, when you and I were riding and shooting for you know, Born to Ride Motorcycle Media. Right. You, I remember, you know, one evening you had suggested, man, with your radio voice, you need to be putting that to good use. You need to start a podcast. Yeah. And uh, I think you may either you or Kevin put me on to um, Anchor, which is now part of the Spotify universe. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I actually launched the podcast before we ever launched the Road Dirt Motorcycle Media. And, wow. you know, you either take credit or or to blame for one of the two. You know? Cool. I, <laughs> so, I didn't know I was an influencer, but I guess I am. <laughs> yeah, definitely an influencer with me for sure. That's great. So the driving force, or at least the suggestion behind it. You know? <laughs> That's so, awesome. Um, you know, the cool thing is, is that um, we we re really re reconnected some years back. Good, I guess about good ten years or so ago um over motorcycles when you got back yeah. into bikes and had a street bike and you know yeah and the rest as they say is history you know sure. we, we've built the road dirt motorcycle media empire <laughs> such, <laughs> such, such as it that's is right. that's but, right um, been a lot of fun you've got an interesting history with motorcycles yourself what um what is your back i mean you rode when you were a kid 
but it wasn't street bikes, was it? No, yeah. So I, I ended up meeting a good buddy of mine, and I think we wrote about this in an article yeah. um, last year, uh, but got to be friends with a buddy while we were in high school. And he had a bike and went over to hang out with him, and we kind of got on on the bike, and that, I just got bit by the bug. And then just way back up, in the 1970s, we're not going to give you exactly mid 70s, we'll say. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. But um, yeah, so through that met uh, met his cousin, and they were both riding in Greg uh, and Nathan, Greg yeah. and Nathan, and then got involved in uh, dirt, and then uh, bought a, a real uh, a CR125 Honda um, mm-hmm. in the late 70s, early 80s. Then Greg and I had matching bikes, so it was like we were just inseparable and always riding and stuff. And then, uh, of course, you know, you you end up finding girls and then from that you find cars and then the rest you know kind of takes the back seat and you know then you go through and you have you know weddings and kids and the whole life thing and then things change you know oh yeah yeah (laughs) but it is cool how you know so many of us that grew up in the 60s and the 70s even on into the 80s you know some of the gen xers after us you know it's almost like back then everybody had dirt bikes in their garage right nowadays you almost you know it's just it's just a different world there's yeah. different interests and in everything sadly and um, but mini bikes too mini bikes right. yeah mini bikes, you know the old sears bikes. or coleman mini bikes right. yep you know uh i mean first a lot of folks like the first bike i ever rode was a little you know trail 70 i think it was even smaller than the trail 90 and yeah and you know when you know your story of of a 125 is similar to Growing up, we had little YZ 80s and, you know, and things like that. It's just, it was a different day back then. It's just yeah. every, everybody rode, had, had dirt bikes and stuff. Pretty much. And uh, it's kind of cool how you and Greg and Nathan really bonded over motorcycles as kids. We did. Of course, that wasn't the only thing you did. You were a, you were a skater punk too, man. Yeah. Skateboard punk. Yeah, we, we kind of went in different directions. Greg had music. Nathan stuck with bikes. He was he was in in motocross for a long, long time, right until right through while he was married. Um, yeah. And but uh, yeah, Greg got into cars. I got into cars. He was into music, uh, and then I got kind of into the skater thing for a while and got really into it and was skating in local tournaments and um, was skating with guys in empty pools and things. And it's funny how you reconnect with some of those old communities through Facebook now. But I'm yeah, yeah. I'm finding guys that I used to skate with. 30 years ago, that, you know, 40 years ago that are, um, you know, or actually you know, closer to maybe 50, 45 years ago, maybe. Um, and seeing they're still around and, you know, it's kind of interesting, but yeah, yeah, that sure. whole X Games thing kind of grew out of some of the stuff we were doing in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Very cool. And you were in, you were in, you're involved in a lot of that yourself. That was really neat. But, um, and then, you know, like a lot of us, you and I share a commonality in the sense that we both grew up around bikes and then spent a lot of years away from them going to college and getting married and starting families. Yeah. And I've shared, you know, my story about how I returned to motorcycles. How did you return to motorcycles? Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Like you said, you go through with the whole, you know, life, marriage, career thing. And uh, we got the kids raised and married off. And uh, then we had a, a bit of a life event with my wife and uh, had some health situations that came up and yeah. it, it kind of causes you to pause a little bit. and. Mm-hmm to take stock of, you know, where you're at and where you're headed and what you think you've done and maybe what you think you might miss or have missed. And we kind of went through that after she beat, um, beat the, the health scare. So, um, 
my uh, my daughter had uh, married a young guy that had bought a Harley. He bought mm. a street bike, um, a, st- a street glide actually, and it kind of kind of reignited my the fire for me to get on a bike. Yeah. And that happened at, right after they got married in 2014. And then Lisa's health situation was around 2016, 2017 time frame. And so I started thinking about things. And over time, over that period of time too. Greg and Nathan had started riding street bikes together and I was seeing different things on social media between those guys doing things. And so it, the whole biker community thing kind of came back to me and in yeah. a way you're two old high school chums. Exactly. That, that you know, together. Yeah. So I, uh, I ended up, uh, Lisa ended up taking a beach trip with a bunch of girls one weekend and I went and got my motorcycle, uh, when took the, the state test and, you know, the MSF and, test, and yeah. the MSF training and, uh, then got the, um, and passed the test and got the M on the license immediately went and started shopping for a street bike for yeah. used to use bike. And I knew I wanted a Harley. There was something about it. I just always wanted a Harley. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah, found a used Harley oddly enough at an Indian dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had traded in a street glide on an Indian, uh, a cheap gun, I think. So, um, but yeah, it was exactly what I was looking for. And it was a great starter bike for me. So uh picked that, was that a up. Beautiful motorcycle. Yeah, it was yeah, it was great. Bike. It was a 2014 bike. I got it in 2017. So it was yeah. very low mileage, um, great shape. And it was, it was a good enough bike for me to learn on to understand the weight and how to do a U-turn at slow speed without <laughs> dropping it, which I did a couple of times, but you know, you learn. That's what you and got highway bars for. Exactly. So um yeah, and then through that you kind of get the bug, yeah. and then it's like, well. I want to ride. I want to ride a lot and let me find people to ride with. And so you lean into social media and then I see images of you on your motorcycles and stuff you're doing. So that's how we, you and I reconnected was through social media through that and, yeah. and uh, got bit bad by the bug after that. So, Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've, we've ridden thousands of miles together in mm-hmm. the years, in the years since. And uh, you went from that 2014 street glide to uh, talk about your road glide. That's one that on now. What year is that one? Yeah, it's a 2017. 2017. Okay. Yeah, uh, I bought it used at local dealership, and uh, I had uh, I had liked the look of the bike. Oh my gosh, the paint scheme on that is yeah, just drop that was, dead that's gorgeous. What sold it. I, oh, yeah. the, the only concern I had about the street glide was it was that it was kind of a pearl denim pearl um, gloss denim pearl, and you really couldn't be seen that well. It kind of blended into uh the background when you were riding so i was yeah. getting a little bit more concerned about not being seen well on the street and this uh velocity sun glow red with the metallic paint is just gorgeous oh yeah and i saw it in a dealership so harley davidson's paint scheme yeah. on my motorcycle yeah. just so freaking uh, amazing yeah so they uh a, a former harley dealership here uh, in athens cycle world uh, had it on the floor some guy oddly enough had traded in for a, a metric street bike (laughs) so um picked it up and traded in the street glide and have not looked back ever since and just absolutely loved it put some put some taller bars on there from kst and you know a couple other accessories got the nice dvx 4.5s from uh reinhardt on there so it's yeah we did a story on those yeah it's been been a blast and in between those two i picked up that fat boy too that i had that was fun yeah the anniversary uh, edition that yeah was that a 30 year end it was the 30 year anniversary edition fat yeah boy? i think it was a 30 it was yeah. black on black with the black engine and uh, uh picture was, arnold schwarzenegger from the terminator right. with it you know Pretty much yeah it was, it was a <laughs> great was a kill, yeah i enjoyed it but just realized i wasn't riding it enough and 
So uh, decided to get rid of it, put it on the market, and sold it to a guy in Texas, actually, oddly yeah. enough. He, uh, he saw it online, and uh, so we shipped it out there to him, and, and the rest is history. But, and the Road Glide is your main squeeze. For now, yeah. 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 Um, of course, you know, in about a week, we're going to see the new Harley lineup come out. From That's right. So That's right. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing At the time of this like. recording, yeah. yeah. They're, they're in um, mid-January. By the end of January, they'll be debuting their 2024 models. Yeah. Their special editions, you know, like the, they had the Fast Johnny series and some of the, and that Highway King last year. Be curious to see what they yeah. come out with this year. But, yeah, uh, for sure. Phil might be trading up. If, uh, I don't know about that, <laughs> but you know, there's somebody, you see so many different uh, communities out there that you want to be a part of. And the other one that my buddies have been tugging at me at is, you know, is dual sport. Uh, that's yeah. really Greg yeah, and Greg yeah. and Nathan never fully left the ro- the, the dirt routes that they had. And um, so they both get out there on those, those bikes. And uh, of course you and I have ridden a bunch of different things over the last four or five years of road yeah. dirt. And We've had our leg over a couple of really nice dual sport kind of adventure bikes that I just love. The Tiger series from Triumph is great. Well, let me ask you then, if you, know, you were to get another, if you were to make room in the garage for another bike, what would be, what would be one or two of the ones that would be like your, your dream bike to add to the, add to the garage? That's a great question. And I, <laughs> I deal with that almost on a daily basis. <laughs> um, because uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's like you know you're you're kind of filling a quiver with arrows here. You know you right, feel like right. you want to do th- some things. Um, and for me, it's it, I have two bikes in in mind that I would like, but they're two totally different bikes. Right. Um, uh, and the Tiger Nine Hundred is right up there at the top. I mean yeah. that the Nate Fifty Nine Hundred series is, is a is a good Tiger power plant. Yeah. It's a good power plant for me. Um, and uh, it would have the dual sport. I would just need to make sure it had the right kind of tires because the, the guys that I would be riding with in dual sport are definitely dirt guys more than street guys. So you'd want to have it you know, set up for that. Um, so that would probably be number one. Yeah, but it's a great bike. I'm, I'm moving on up in years, so I'm not sure how much I'd, I'd want to be bouncing around too much. So yeah. the second bike, which was really the, the, the first bike that drew me back in that I didn't buy that I've ridden, is the Harley Davidson Breakout? The Breakout, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if they'll carry it over into 2024. Well, they 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 had a new one came out last year with the anniversary edition. Okay. And they've got they've it. got one. The biggest deal about it is the newer version's got a five gallon tank, so you can go mm. some serious distance now. So they yeah, yeah. they address some things with it. It's got the adjustable rear suspension. Um, it's got. Um, cruise control now mm-hmm. as well. So as the big tank, so yeah. you could hop on it and take a day ride up to the mountains and carve some curves with it and get back home and not be totally wiped out. So, yeah. and the new ones, just, just the longer rake of the forks, give it kind of a slightly pseudo chopper feel and look. And that bike has always just been super gorgeous. Yeah. Just, that's a sexy motorcycle. It is. It's that's beautiful. A They've motorcycle. done a great job with that new model. Yes, just, they have. Just awesome. So, um, um, let's see what, is it, what are what have been some of your favorite trips or greatest memories of, of trips you've been you've made on either one of the either one of the bikes you've had? What when you think when you think of memorable rides yeah. that you just reflect back on and just like it makes you smile like oh that was phenomenal. Yeah. 
were a right, couple of those. Right at the top for me would be the, the fall trip that we took when Ted Edwards was in town and, and uh, Lyle and the four of us went up and did, um, we did the Chirahala Skyway and we did Tail and we did the Brewage Parkway and hung out up in the mountains. It was in the fall, the leaves were turning. Oh my gosh, that was. That the weather was near perfect. Aside from a little drizzle when we left, it was just, the weather was impeccable. The leaves were perfect. We hit them at, we, we yeah. hit them at, uh, at just the right time where they yeah. were falling. They were, they, the, the world was just awash in orange and burgundy, red, yeah. yellow. It was, Ted being from the Pacific Northwest, had never seen anything like that in yeah. person. He said he had only seen it in pictures. So he was he was uh, he, was, he was absolutely gobsmacked the entire yeah. week we were up there riding. We stayed at a Iron Horse Motorcycle Lodge, right? And um, they were phenomenal. Yeah, they gave us a great tour of the place and the golf cart, you know. And uh, yeah, but the great thing was, right. you go to sleep talking about motorcycles. You wake up talking about motorcycles. You ride motorcycles. You go to dinner talking about motorcycles. It was just. It was a riding trip, you know, it was just, yeah. you know, and the company was fabulous and it was just, um, yeah, it was, that was, that's right up here in the top. Um, I've got, you know, some day trips, uh, Greg and Nathan and I will we'll hop on our bikes. Uh, we've got another buddy, Malcolm, and we'll take off just for the day to go up through the mountains. And recently in, 20, in fall of 2024, we took a day and we ended up riding for about 10 or 12 hours straight. We left at like 7.30 in the morning, didn't get home till like six or seven o'clock. Yeah. And we did about almost 300 miles in one day. We went up all the way up into the mountains. We didn't go as far as, we got close, we went through Andrews, North Carolina. So mm -hmm. you got the the, the, the the motorcycle shop that's got the big giant chopper out front. We went by yeah, there. Yeah, that used to be at Wheels Through Time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we, um, so we, we rode up through there and we went through by the, um, uh, the famous river that was in uh, Deliverance. Um, um, Chattooga River? Yeah, something. Chattooga. Yeah, there's a Lake road that river. runs along that river. Yeah. We rode down that, and they had opened up the dam, so all of the kayakers were out. So the, the river was slammed with people in traffic, and yeah. weather was impeccable. I mean, you were able to take your, your leather jacket off and just cruise in a, a flannel shirt. It was great. So yeah. We've had some great one-day trips like that that we've done, and... Um, I've had some epic trips to um, to Panama City and to uh, to Daytona. Typically, we've ridden down to Panama City, so that's always fun to go through farm country and get hit by those giant sprinklers. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, you know? yeah, that's exciting. That that's just but, uh, yeah. You know, beach trips are fun, and you know, just riding along the coast is yeah. Know, whether it's yeah. California or whether it's here in, in the Gulf of Mexico or the Atlantic, you know, coastal riding is just another experience oh, entirely yeah. on a motorcycle. So uh, well, let me ask you that, you know, we both, a lot of people talk about when people ask what it's like to, you know, what do you love about riding a motorcycle? People always say, you know, ah, it's the freedom, you know, which is kind of vague and innocuous. People, you know, what, what does that really mean? But, yeah. um, you know, when, when you think about in your early years, you know, you and Greg and Nathan riding dirt bikes and everything and the joy that brought you and decades later, you know, it, it drew you back in. What, what is it about, what is it about motorcycling that you love so much? What is it, what is it, what does it speak deep into your soul? What, how does it, what is it about motorcycling that just is such a passion of yours? That's a great question. And I think, I think I could probably answer it a few different ways. Um, but for me, there is a, there is a sense of belonging 
whether you're by yourself solo, you belong to a riding community and you, when people look at you on your bike, they can see that you're part of that community. Mm. Um, but if you're with a bunch of buddies, whether it's a small group of three or four or 10 or 12, you're seen as that group and you are a part of that community. You belong and you, you, you get that feeling when you're with that group and mm. the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the, 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 the riding community itself just has this sense of belonging around a common theme. And that is that we all enjoy uh, this, this activity, whether it's my bike as a certain bike or certain model, everybody is enjoying the same type of experience, whether it's dirt, whether it's racing, whether it's, you know, street or whatever, mm -hmm. but you have this common bond through riding that, People in cars just, unless you're, you know, like in a Mini Cooper club or something like that. Yeah. Um, or a Jeep club or right. something. But, I mean, and, you know, I point to the the biker wave. I mean, I don't care who's riding and what kind of bike. If I'm cruising by and somebody's coming toward me on a bike, I'm going to wave. I don't care. Yeah, it's just you an know? acknowledgement it, of each other. That exactly. We're in a shared community. Exactly. With a shared passion. Right. Yeah. And the, the biker community as a whole, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different factions because you've got, you know, you've got different um clubs and and organizations that could that maybe mean something to someone else but in general like most of the most of the biker clubs are always into charity rides and giving back in some form or fashion mm -hmm. and yeah. and supporting worthy causes you know yeah. and and that i enjoy that part of it as well because it, it, i mean you know there's a couple there's a couple rides we do out of um in the area there's one on memorial day that we do that is you know, very patriotic and you're riding through these small towns here in, in Georgia and people take the time, they know the ride's going to happen and they're, they're waving flags and they're, and it's yeah. just American as apple pie. And, yes, and, as it is. And people love to hear the thunder of the bikes and there's just this common sense of, of, of community and patriotism and just, you know, everything's right with the world when you're on your bike, you know? It is, it is. I like your two words in there, um, community and belonging. You know, yeah. uh, I would, I would really say those are, those are two of the big attractions to motorcycling. Yeah. Big time that, uh, you're just, you're part of, you're, you're part of a community that's larger than that. Even if you don't, if you've never met a person, you know, you, yeah. and they're totally different culturally, socially, politically, whatever, ethnically, you know, the common bond of motorcycling breaks down everything. Agreed. You know? It really does. Yep. And um, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing to be a part of for sure. I agree. So. Oh man. Any big plans this year for uh, in 2024, anything you'd like to try to get in on? Well, ride? we're still, we've still got a couple of bucket list trips. You know, we're, we've been talking a little bit about Sturgis and if we can put oh, something yeah. like that together. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's always, always Daytona's fun. Been to Daytona three or four times now, and that's always a blast. Yeah. Um, Panama City is always fun too, but uh, I want to try some different stuff. I still have a relative up in New England, and you know the Laconia ride up there in, in New Hampshire. Up in the mountains in New June Hampshire. is pretty epic. Um, oh yeah, so it'd be great to get up there. Would still love to get up to Harley for one of their anniversaries. They've got, they just announced this past week um, the bands and everything for the homecoming. 
event in July of uh, this coming year too. So yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, yeah, and it's great to know. You know, we know Paul James and some of the guys up there at Harley and Milwaukee that uh, can accommodate us and you know, get us involved. Us so up. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we'll see what shakes it's gonna out. A, gonna be a good year. Yeah, I got a few accessories we need to put on the bike. You know, I got I got to change the windshield out. Managed to crack it last year, so got a little, oh, wow. got a little mini crack uh, in it. Nothing fancy, but uh, I'm gonna change the windshield out and. But ultimately, that's another thing about motorcycles. We're always tinkering on them a little yeah. bit. Always buying parts. <laughs> buying parts. That's right. For sure. Amazon boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. And the grandson, uh, the oldest grandson, uh, has gotten old enough to ride a little bit. Yeah. He enjoys it. So we, whenever he comes over down in the summertime, I'll we'll sneak away for a lunch and take a ride and put a helmet on him. And he's got he's, he's got his he, own helmet. He now. loves to ride with his grandpappy. Yeah, well, his dad's got an ultra, so he dad, wants to ride with his yeah, dad. Exactly. Yeah, he's gonna. So, he, he's doomed. He's one yeah, of us. He's gonna be. He, your grandson is doomed. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be a sure. biker. Well, if you get him in motorcycles, it'll keep him out of drugs. So, there you, you go. Know? Yeah, that's right. That's for sure. So he's a good kid. So we enjoy it. So yeah, we're it's good. it's turned into a family thing for us. So, indeed, indeed, it has. Yeah. So it's been good. Well, Phil, thank you, man. I enjoyed talking with you. Appreciate you pleasure. sharing your life with me, brother. Always a with pleasure. With our road dirt community here. Absolutely. Speaking of community and belonging. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Phil and I always enjoy a good chat when we get together. So um, getting to talk about his motorcycling background and the friends that um, kind of inspired him not only to start riding as a teenager, but to get back into it uh, a number of years ago is really another great aspect of motorcycling. It's about, you know, not only the experience, the, ma the, the machine, the surroundings you're in, it's about the community and the friendships and relationships too. So um, Phil's story is, is a, a great example of that. Hey, if you enjoyed this, give us a like, give us a share. I hope you'll uh, give us four or five stars on it. And uh, leave a comment. We'd love to chat with you and uh, any questions you may have as well. You can also find us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of those. We have pages and groups out there for um, Road Dirt TV. And that new thing on Instagram called Threads. It's kind of their version of, of uh, Twitter or X as it is now. And uh, our main media page, RoadDirt.TV. That's where all of our contributors reside where they send their stories and um, and our photographers out there as well. You can find all the latest and greatest from Road Dirt at RoadDirt.TV. Our YouTube channel is Road Dirt TV without the dot. If you're a YouTube subscriber or you love getting on there, check us out as well. We got plenty of ride reviews, bike reviews, racing, rallies, um, road tests, all, gear tests, all kinds of stuff on uh, our Road Dirt TV uh, YouTube channel. So. Hey, until next time, this is Rob with Road Dirt. We give thanks to our um, sponsors who help make this possible, Law Tigers and uh, Northeast Georgia Motorsports. We're very appreciative of them. So until next time, ride life. This episode of Road Dirt, the podcast is brought to you by Law Tigers, motorcycle lawyers. You can find them at lawtigers.com.